Money Court is the new show Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock, CNBC. Kevin O'Leary, is it weird when grown men call you Mr. Wonderful? Come on. Good morning, Kev. No, no, it's you know truth and advertising. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get into the new show and talk a little Shark Tank, uh, with this pandemic, we're coming out of it. Now it looks like we're kind of sliding back. Are small businesses going to make it, Mister Wonderful? I'm a little. Uh, Was I think everybody's worried about the economy right now. The small businesses that are making it are have done the digital pivot. They've gone direct to consumer. And so I've got a big portfolio of ones that have been very successful that have taken cut businesses that were traditionally through retail distribution over the last year and a half and shifted direct to consumer. But it has caused a lot of trauma in the economy because people's behavior and purchase behaviors have changed so much and they're not going back. And it's caused a let's call it a friction in the economy through litigation, because let's say you're, an, you're running an office tower in Boston, mm-hmm. 40% of the people don't want to go back to work anymore. And you've got a bunch of tenants that are not paying their rent. You're going to sue them. And, and we've got in the caseloads in America. Now we're years behind on business litigation because you can't get a docket time. You can't get in the court. You're, you're waiting. You're thousands of cases behind. And so the whole small business situation is moving to arbitration, hence money court. That's, that's how the show was born. Was it born for you? Did they create this and come to you and say, Hey, we got a show. I mean, I would assume that this is right up your alley. Yeah, it was that way. And we had a long negotiation and talking about the format and thinking about who would work together. And when you create a new format, you don't know with certainty if it's going to work. Because this is not like the other judge shows where somebody you know eats your homework or right. somebody steals your lawn patio furniture. That's not what this is. This is real litigation. So these people have filed lawsuits and they're signing a contract, and they're you know as one said to the producers, "Look, I don't like this Mr. Wonderful guy, but I trust him, so I'm going to sign this thing, and we're going to have our case heard, and we're going to try and resolve it." Um, and we have. I mean, you know, what's interesting about these situations is you're going to see yourself in these cases. It's happened to you or somebody in your family. Um, it's, it's remarkable stuff because when you think about what happens in America, 65% of new jobs come from small businesses and those are generally founded by family members. And so maybe a few generations old or maybe brand new, but when you put money into a family and it starts a dispute, it rips the family to pieces and you see a lot of this in money court and it's heartbreaking, but really compelling television. Yeah. The new show is called a money court. The main judge kind of the, well, the host of it, Kevin O'Leary is with us. Do the litigants have often wondered, do the litigants have to abide by your decision ultimately? Yes, they do. And that's the nature of contractually agreed to arbitration. And I've, proud to say in the, in the cases, you know, the way I look at it, uh, Adipozo is a formal federal judge. She sits to my right. And Katie Fang is a trial attorney. Contract law is her specialty. So they read these cases. They've got the law nailed down and they have their opinions about what the law says I should do. But I don't always listen to that. I'm trying to solve for what's right for the business to keep it alive. And so when we go to the exit interviews, in my opinion, if both sides leave really pissed off, I've done a great job. Because <laughs> I and, and that's 90% of them say, you know, look, I'm not happy, but I'm going to live by it because it makes sense. 90%. So I'm doing a great job, if I may say so myself. And I think most of these are going to live by it. 
And that's the nature of why you go to arbitration. You've got to trust who's going to do this to you. But we really make sure that we understand the situation. Hey, Kevin, how do people are? Because I'm assuming a lot of these problems you see on the show, and by the way, the show Wednesday night, CNBC, Money Court, we're talking to Kevin O'Leary from uh, Shark Tank, and he's uh, uh, have more money than God. Uh, he's a smart dude. So are most of these problems, though, like running the books, trust issues, someone not doing their job correctly? It's everything. And I got to tell you, what, what, you know, when you first see the case and you read the contract, you make one assumption. Then you actually hear the litigants together in front of you and you start to, as I say, peel the onion. You learn something else. You don't see it coming from the left to the right. And it completely changes your opinion of what's going on here. And also, people are, all, are not always forthcoming with the truth. And Ada Pozo has a BS meter like you can't believe. She goes nuts when you lie to her because she just never could stand for that when she was a federal judge. And she rips their flesh like weasels. So it's, it's sort of, you know, we, we got it all. It's, we're trying to find out what's the truth and what's fair and why is this really happening. We have cases where people are making wild amounts of money. They're successful and they're still suing each other. It's crazy. They're wow. suing each other out of success. They don't agree on how the money should be split up, and they're both rich. It's it's nuts, and and these interfamily disputes are brutal. Are they, they yeah, are, I bet. I, I I remember when we were shooting one of the cases, the mother suing the daughter, and I looked over to my right, and all the technicians were watching the 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 field monitor that the line feed cut from the truck. They weren't doing their jobs anywhere. They weren't making television. They were watching television. I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, we got a monster hit here. Yeah. Even the people in the like it's it's it, it, and it is you can't stop watching this stuff. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen till the end. And every time there's a crazy twist and turn, people get really wonky when it comes to money. And, you know, that's. Sometimes money is a great thing. Sometimes it's the root of all evil. And you certainly see both sides of that on money court. Well, money doesn't have feelings, though, Kevin. And I was telling Jerry yesterday when we were talking about you coming on. And I'm not saying this because you've been on, because we've interviewed all the sharks. I would pick you because I know if I'm in business with you, you're greedier than everyone else. You want to make money. <laughs> and that's he he laughs. It's important to make money, and I try and structure deals. And I, I always feel I should be invoicing the sharks from everything they've learned from me over the years. <laughs> but you know, they're all, they're all still grasshoppers, and they're learning. It's fantastic. Hey, but at you- the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm trying to solve her case. I mean, I, I want the company to survive. I want the business to make it because that's the mother load. That supports the family, supports the employees, supports the customers. It supports the brand. It's everything. You don't want to destroy that just because two people can't agree. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Kevin, I recently started a TikTok account so I can spy on my two older teenagers, and I don't post videos, but I see Barbara and Lori are on TikTok. Please, Barbara promise, should just yeah, stop. Promise me you'll never go on TikTok. <laughs> you know, my fastest growing platform right now is TikTok. Oh it's gosh, like a weed. It is. But you, my, I am not doing the stuff Barbara does. I'm doing something a little different. But, you know, Barbara and I are very close friends. We really are. And She's I, great. And, you know, after all these years, I still buy her a new broom every year so she can fly out to the <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I know you're a connoisseur. Give me a great wine under $100. Top of mind. Well, I'm very proud. Well, 97% of wine in America is sold for under 
$15 a bottle. That's 97%. Oh, wow. I know that because I'm a big part of that business. I sell millions of cases a year. But the best wines, and I have to you know, plug my own family winery, it's O'Leary Fine Wines, and I have an exclusive deal this year on QVC. So they provide the shipping for free. But, you know, get any case of my stuff, it'll knock your socks off. I make wine for my family, and they're really tough. Wow. So, Where, where's, my wife. where's the vineyard? She's almost the sommelier. So she can taste the shards that she likes. And I, I, my shards have, have won five gold, gold awards. Oh, I love a good Four shard. Hey, Kevin, are you, you know, it's it's funny. We're just radio guys, but we try to stay ahead on what's going on. I'm a big crypto guy. I think it's the future. And if you don't jump on things, you're you're late to the party. But are you in crypto? Do you do you think it's a moneymaker? I am. I've uh, been getting into crypto since 2013. I have It's 3% of my portfolio right now, but I'm going to be increasing it to 7 by the end of the year, it looks like. Um, there's a lot of interesting things going on in, in digital payment systems, DeFi, uh, tokens, stable coins, in addition to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and some of the other uh, blockchains. I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I think it is a very efficient thing. And I think the regulator over time is going to get more and more accommodative towards a digital economy. And it'd be good if regulation came to just get more institutions into the buying mode. So I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to work in this space. Yeah, I agree with you because people say, well, if the government gets involved and I go, well, then it's more legit. It'll be, it'll be, it'll, it'll be good in the long run. Well, we'll be watching. Yeah, mon- the truth is that, that mo- most institutions have not gone to crypto because they can't be compliant with the regulator. So we're waiting for that to get resolved. Yeah, well, Money Court's the show. Wednesday's 10 o'clock. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Take care.